Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge, 402-342-1290. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us here on the program as we keep in touch with what's going on all across the country with all of the changes coming as a result of the Affordable Care Act, the changes in the health insurance industry. And I'm super excited about the program we have lined up for you today. We are going to be taking a deep dive and a look at what the law is doing to those businesses in that 80 to 150 employee range. There's a lot of them that are in that range, and we've got a terrific uh, guest co-host joining us here on the program is Nathan Silva. Nathan Silva is an employee benefit consultant with Corporate Synergies in the Washington, D.C. area. Actually has uh, some time here uh, out, out in this part of the country as well, and we're, we're thrilled to have him here. Uh, Nathan takes a consultative approach to handling these those these uh, these changes for these organizations, and that is something that that we agree with here on the program uh, as a philosophy, because organizations need to know all of these changes that are coming that are really going to affect their bottom lines coming up right around the corner. And Nathan, welcome to the program. We're great to ha- we're grateful that you are able to join us uh, from out inside the Beltway. How are things going? Oh, things are great here, Sean. You know, pleasure. Appreciate you uh, inviting me to join the show today. I'm really excited to talk with you and the folks listening about what's happening here in DC Metro, and particularly with the employee benefits space with employers between that 80 to 150 range. So things are great and uh, happy to be here. That's good. That's good. Well, we're glad to have you because one of the things we like to let the audience understand is that these changes that we're talking about are happening all over the country. And uh, your organization, Corporate Synergies, is really doing a lot of fantastic things out there. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about your background, Nathan, uh, some of the things that uh, you've been up to before getting into the industry? And then I'd like to take a look at some of the things you guys are doing out there and uh, maybe share a strategy or two that we believe that can uh, benefit these organizations. You know, of course. So first and foremost, you mentioned all across the United States, obviously being here in D.C., we're right in the thick of it, right, in the regulatory changes and an environment that seems uh, almost unpredictable at times with new president about to be elected into office and lots of uncertainty for employers as not only what to do now but what to anticipate going forward. Uh, you asked about my background. I've been in the insurance industry for 10-plus years. I've always taken this consultative stance and approach with my clients and making sure that my role is to truly understand what that organization is all about, what their culture is and how it looks at insurance and benefits, and trying to find the most appropriate approach to helping them really do two things. One, minimize the cost and the risks that are associated with their insurance and benefit plans. And then two, trying to help alleviate a lot of the administrative burdens, a lot of the tasks that HR professionals are facing today within this regulatory environment. There are uh, there are lots of opportunities to make mistakes and position companies to be really poised for serious compliance fines and penalties, uh, regulatory sanctions, and it's our responsibility to work with these employers to make sure. Those kinds of things aren't happening, and they're just being efficient with their day-to-day efforts. Right. So it's a it's a rewarding career, a rewarding opportunity, and one I'm proud to be a part of, especially with an organization such as Corporate Synergy. Well, they got a lot of good things going on just by perusing 
their website, and I, I was just excited to, to meet you through the power of social media, believe it or not, but um, uh, we're both on the same page, and that's that's really exciting to run into people that, that are on the same page because this isn't a one-size-fits-all um, piece of, uh, of legislation uh, like they thought it would be. This law is going to affect every organization differently, as are other federal laws, depending on their situation. And I, I don't think people give enough credit to people in this industry, uh, are the, especially ones like yourself that are that are taking the time to really sit down and, and go through these these important things, as opposed to uh, j- just giving them a, a spreadsheet at the end of the year. Of course, you know what I find fascinating, Sean, is of over six hundred organizations that we've brought on board over the years, we have conducted compliance assessment for each and every one of them, essentially taking them through a Department of Labor audit. And in each and every situation, we have uncovered areas where that organization was not compliant, was exposed to heavy monetary fines and risks that they would have un- they would have otherwise not been aware of and not had the opportunity to resolve. So as your organization, and Ed Bellis, I know, is doing with many organizations in Omaha and in the Nebraska metro, these are small, subtle things that could be overlooked, not because organizations aren't aware of them, but because the regulations are changing. And by pinpointing them and putting those companies in a position where they're not going to be faced with these heavy financial burns, they're not going to be faced with unexpected obstacles or challenges, we really become more of a partner with the companies we're working with versus just a straight broker or consultant. I think it's something that separates ourselves and something that separates your organization as well. So I commend you for all that you're doing and the folks in your group are doing out in the Midwest as well. well that's a pr- much appreciated, uh, especially coming from you uh, This, with all of your experience. Let's get into some of these, these, um, these the meat of our conversation now, uh, especially as it comes to containing costs. Uh, healthcare costs have just been skyrocketing, and I, I know that around the corner here in open enrollment, we've been reporting on this program for many months now that the rate increases are going to to really shock a lot of people. And I think a lot of that's going to affect this market segment that we're talking about right now, Nathan. That uh, eighty to one hundred and fifty employee range, just kind of in that mid middle zone, I guess you you could call it. Uh, what are some of the things you guys are doing to help them contain their costs and mini- mitigate any risks? Sure, great question. So, you know, we feel that one of the most important components to being able to contain those costs is to understand what's driving the utilization within an organization. So what we do is we try to, as best as possible, collect lots of data and interpret that data in ways where an organization understands how are our benefits being used, how are our employees interacting with those benefits, and what can we do to better educate and communicate with the employees so that essentially they're improving their consumerism of of the benefits as a whole. So one example of this is when we bring on new organizations, we actually have an internal advocacy team and a program that's set up so that when employees of that particular company have questions about their benefits, issues with their claims, or just general inquiries where they want to get more information, we have a team in Columbia that they can contact, get their questions resolved, get their answers, and then we 
collect data on each and every one of those calls so that we can understand are there common threads within the organization, are there common themes within the culture, and if so, why don't we create some kind of communication or educational campaign to better inform these employees about the topics that they've been dialing in with and help them make smarter choices right off the bat with regards to their utilization. That's just one way that we found is tremendously helpful in decreasing that renewal rate or helping it not to rise in the same line as the trends within the industry. Mm -hmm. And something that employers find tremendously helpful, not only to see where the trends are and what kind of education can they push out, but also to see how much time is really being spent between their employees and their HR team on resolving some of these issues. As you know, if you want to contact an insurance company and have a question answered, you typically have to do it between ordinary business hours. And these folks, when they're dialing between ordinary business hours, means they're on the clock at their work, and it may be an hour or two on a phone call trying to resolve an issue that we could take off of their plate, make them more efficient, more productive in their day-to-day, and provide them with the data to help understand what's actually happening within the plan. So that's one tool that we're using to try and help drive these costs down, try and help on a more of a medium or long-term strategy to help employers understand what's happening with my organization and how can I make changes to improve my employees' interaction with their benefits as a whole. Well, I think that's rarely important. We're talking with Nathan Silva, employee benefit consultant with Corporate Synergies out in the Washington, D.C. area here on America's Healthcare Challenge. By the way, check out our Facebook page, dot com slash America's Healthcare Challenge for, for this interview and others. And we're talking about businesses in that 75, 80 employee range up to around 150 employees. And, and, and these are the ones that are um, really not getting the, the, the necessary information and data that, 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 they, that their uh, larger uh, counterparts, I guess I could say, are, are getting. And so uh, it's interesting to, to see that you guys are really capitalizing on that data. And it, it seems to be working, huh? You know, it's working tremendously well, but I think the key there is not only capitalizing it from a business perspective, but really being able to partner with these organizations and provide them genuine value that they wouldn't find elsewhere. What we're finding is with some of these larger broker shops who are more focused on the 5,000 employee plus range, uh, they don't, they have the capacity to service these smaller size organizations, but I don't know that, that they have the desire to do so. We really want to make an impact on these groups because we want to help them grow to whatever it is the organization's goal is moving forward, whether that's regards to improving their bottom line or helping their employees feel better about how the organization treats them with regards to benefits and really make them more of an attractive employer in what's a very condensed market here in the D.C. area and very saturated. You know, another example of that is providing these HR professionals with some types of technology and benefits administration tools so that when they're onboarding and offboarding employees, they have a vehicle or technology that helps them be more efficient, reduces the opportunity for mistakes or oversight that could cause excess spending that they didn't even anticipate or don't catch for six months or 12 months out. And not only that, but again, help these HR professionals spend less time on administrative tasks, administrative burdens, 
so that they can be more of a value to their organization, be more productive in other areas, and really contribute to a strategic plan and be part of the executive decision process rather than just taking orders, so to speak, or doing tasks as they're asked to. So, again, it is working. It's tremendous, working tremendously well, and we're receiving uh, quite a positive response from that marketplace because while they really like or appreciate the brokers that they have in place, what we're finding is typically these are smaller shops who, as the organization grows, just don't quite have the capacity to grow with them and to provide the types of services that will allow those organizations who have gone from 20 employees up to 80 employees in just a matter of years to continue that kind of growth from 80 to 300 to 500. And so what you'll see is many of the organizations that are on the Inc. 5000 list, the fastest growing companies in the United States, Mm -hmm. are really gravitating towards our service model because they see how we can really be a partner and help push them in the direction they're already heading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's that's great that uh, that you can help someone. I wanted to draw people to uh, our website for the show, healthreformexplained.com, and I asked you to take a look at Helen, the HR manager, which is a, a scenario, that one of the things that we put together on the program to help you as a listener understand some of the impacts of these things. So uh, if you don't mind, Nathan, I was going to read through this Helen, uh, the HR manager scenario, and maybe you could talk a little bit about uh, how you guys could help a person like that. Sound good? That sounds great. All right. Helen took a deep breath and rubbed her throbbing temples, reflecting on getting through the first uh, ACA reporting season. The splitting headache was coming back. It had her so often, hit her so often in the past few weeks, and she had named it Obamacare Compliance, or OC for short. This was a result of the Affordable Care Act compliance requirements for businesses that surfaced late last year. She just got a notice from the Department of Health and Human Services about an employee going to the exchange and receiving a subsidy. What's bad is she didn't have the staff to help, and even if she did, how was she supposed to explain this to them? And what was worse is any mistakes could mean penalties up to $500 for an employee. Headed into a next year with 75 employees in her company, Uh, The penalties meant that it could be the end of her job if these things didn't get right. Desperate for for help, Helen popped a few aspirin, went online, and found Nathan Silva of Corporate Synergies' LinkedIn profile and gave him a call. Uh, How did Nathan help Helen through a process like this? Uh, You know, great question, great scenario. And I think this was one of the things that was most appealing when you and I first had a chance to discuss and meet Sean. Uh, as you know, and as you're helping organizations with the compliance world and the regulatory environment that we are in is constantly changing right now. So even these employers who are doing things correctly this year, it's very likely that if they continue to do things exactly the same way they have been, that a year, two years, or three years from now, they're going to be exposing themselves to penalties and to areas where they're no longer compliant. So Within our organization, we actually have access to an ERISA attorney who spends each and every day focusing on the legislation that's being passed, keeping in mind the subtle changes that need to be made for the organizations that we work with. And by having access to an individual like that, I would bring Helen directly to them and to help evaluate, look, here's what was done, but here's what we can now do to rectify it. 
we can not only make solutions or suggestions as to what to do at that point, but we can actually take over the administrative burden and address those form filings, not only to resolve what was taken care of in the past, but going forward. HR professionals are not attorneys, nor should they be expected to be. But what we're finding is they are working on very slim resources, Typically, a team of one or two people is trying to service 100 or more employees, and that is a very challenging task to be asking of somebody, particularly when their duties are now expanding to relations with their employees, being in compliance with the different regulatory environment that we're placed in, and making certain that they're reporting to their executive the way that they're asked to do so. And it comes back to the same concept of the things that they don't need to be an expert in, they can place those burdens onto a group of experts who will not only guide them along the process and educate them, but actually remove the burden from their plate and take care of that administrative task. So I hope that helps give you an understanding of, you know, in Helen's instance, how we could be of service to her. That sounds great. That sounds great. Hey, Nathan, uh, where can folks find a little bit more about uh, your organization. Do you guys have a website we could share? Uh, you know what? Absolutely. So at www.portsyn.com, it's C-O-R-P-S-Y-N.com, you can find a tremendous amount of information and tools that are designed to educate employers, HR professionals, and even employees. Throughout the site, there are tr- tons of interactive tools and different platforms for educating, whether it be videos or white sheets or just bulleted sections. But we comment on things like plan management, employee education, communication, technology, wellness initiatives, advocacy programs. In fact, the website has received the National Apex Award for its ability to communicate so well and for Corporate Synergy is really being a, an innovator in this space of trying to help not only these employers, but the employees so that ultimately they're better interacting with their benefit plans and they're driving these costs down low. You can also check out our YouTube channel by just doing a search for Corporate Synergies. There's probably 100 plus videos on there. And for anybody who's interested, we host routine compliance webinars and informational webinars online that they can reach out to me and I can certainly invite them to be a part of that and uh, keep up to snuff with industry changes and regulations on a regular basis. All right, fantastic. Well, that's great. Hey, folks, I've checked out these guys. They're great. I recommend them highly. And so, Nathan, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us on this market segment. Somebody, those folks that are really struggling, and it's really refreshing to hear that we've got organizations out there like yours that can help help them uh, through these things. We hope you can come back and join us here again sometime. Hey, really appreciate the opportunity, Sean. Best of luck with everything that you're doing in the Midwest. I think it's incredible the role that E.D. Bellis is playing for so many organizations and helping them avoid these massive compliance fines and penalties that they're exposed to. is a, It's a noble service, and so I commend you to everything you're doing. Well, we appreciate that. We will uh, we'll talk to you next time. Coming up next segment here on America's Healthcare Challenge, we're going to be taking a look at uh, an interesting thing with our, with our government as it relates to the EpiPen controversy. You're not going to want to miss it. Check out 
our Facebook page again, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, for this interview and others, and we will be right back.